Welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Here we are, Father John, Nathan Goble. Since the last time we spoke with you, which was technically a week ago in podcast time, that's right. Nathan had uh, Denver Public Schools had canceled, the seminary had canceled. We got approval from his house father that he was officially off tomorrow, and then my pastor canceled. Snow day! Snow day. We're very excited. We're still living in that. And it's 10 o'clock on a Thursday night. By the time you listen to this, I will have already had like seven pancakes tomorrow seven morning. Seven pancakes tomorrow morning. But uh, we have something to talk about tonight. Oh, no. This is actually a very boring topic. Wow, wow, wow. This is what you call a topic that Father John uh, did not prepare as well as he should have. Let's just be honest. Thanks, Debbie Downer. I know. Now, before we go to the topic of the night and our, you know... Which is street fighting. (laughs) I wish it was street fighting. But I got to tell you about this blog I found. I think I found the blog equivalent of our podcast. Um, Is it the uh, fan club of The View? It's not. Close. That's the second one. But it's called Bad Catholic. Oh. So if you're looking for a blog, you know... Have you looked through the entire blog to make sure that it's kosher? <laughs> I haven't, but the parts that I've looked through are very kosher. All right. Very good and very funny, like oh. hilariously funny. Funnier than us. Well, I know that's hard to believe. Hopefully but. bad Catholic guy or girl, I don't know who it is, they say on their blog, I found the equivalent to bad Catholic, which is Catholic stuff. Well, we'll just look for that because I read bad Catholic, the blog, and uh, we'll see if someday it pops up where he says, I found the podcast version of my blog. There you go. It's very good. So, anyways, I was I was hoping that you would say up yet not up yet not north blog, no, which I did is not, I did not say that. I did not Father say Nick that. Blaha, I, right? And like I said, I did not. <laughs> he did I not did say not that. say that. And uh, his sworn enemy. No, he's not my sworn enemy. Nathan has a uh, thing. You need to know this about Nathan because you get you're getting to know him on the podcast. But he's one of these. Guys. <laughs> he's one of the, drinking his squirt over there. He's one of these guys who hates it when his friends become friends with each other. So he tries to get them to hate each other. It's a melancholic thing. I don't understand. I, it. Yeah, I, I, I try to broker peace. I, I think, I think there's some element of middle child syndrome where I'm trying to broker relationships, and I'm just like, ooh, I don't know, peanut butter, bananas, marshmallows. Is it really gonna work? Fluff or nutter? Try it. You know what I mean? I don't, but I'm just gonna say yeah. Like absolutely. I think I think sometimes you think that two people aren't really going to get along, and then they actually get along a lot better. But the whole time you're just like, can I really miss this? Mix this guy from work, yeah. from you know, podcast people. Who knows? It's hard to separate all those areas of your life. You know what I mean, buddy? I uh, that's I, so true, John. And like I said, even for me, you know, I have all of these uh, these great suggestions for podcasts, and then I fail to prepare them. Annie McNeil and Leslie Wharton, two of my students up here, they had great ideas, great suggestions. I wasn't able to kind of capitalize on it tonight. I hope to do it in the future. This is why the Lord grants us snow days, so we can research and have pancakes. And Right, so and the next one will be well-researched. Maybe we'll do more podcasts tomorrow. Hey, that'd be great, actually. But for tonight, we're going to take up the catechism. Come on, it's so exciting. Catechism 2626 through Catechism paragraph 2643. I have to say, as I grow a little older and I start to, you know, expand my vocabulary towards like transubstantiation and... Consubstantial. 
Consubst- no, no, John. That's in the creed. Oh, man. yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about consubstantiation. I, I was know. like, yeah. That's Luke See, I need to expand it even more. <laughs> uh, but I do find the catechism a little more appealing than when I got it for confirmation, like, right. however many years ago. That's that's great. You're about to be a priest, so that's wonderful to hear. I know. That might be really scary for some of the people out there. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's just great. That's totally normal. What I'm talking about tonight, and let me give you the context, because you're already bored, you're already yawning, and I was yawning. I did in, not yawn. I, <laughs> I did yawn in your last podcast, but that was an accident. Mm. It's because I'm working too hard, you know. I just love too much. You love too much. <laughs> the uh, the topic tonight, uh, victim soul. That's not what we're talking about. Okay, what we're talking about is the five forms of prayer. So, here's the tricky thing, though. Buddy. Preparation, I got, holiness. I, I'm looking at my crowd last night, and I'm giving a talk on prayer. And on the left, I got Grace Schneider. Grace Schneider's going to join the Nashville Dominicans. She's going to be a nun. Schneider, Schneider, in six months. Wow. And on the right side, I got Joe Schmo. And he's an atheist. He doesn't even, he's not even Catholic. Well, is he going to pray? I think so. Well. He's on peace staff. So I got this whole spectrum, so it's kind of complicated. Yeah. So what do I do? I, I turned to the catechism of the Catholic Church. Actually, the first place I turned was to this podcast. La- two years ago, I gave a podcast on prayer, contemplation, and liturgy. Yes. Did you ever listen to that one? Don't yeah. lie. <laughs> you got that dumb look on your face. Yeah. Um, it must have been a broken link. Anyways. I gave uh, the fact that I'm returning to uh, previous podcasts to give my talks is at, an example of narcissism. <laughs> there are some people who are going to love that comment who are uh... <laughs> No, I mean if you've already done the legwork, if you've already researched it, now you're trying to cover yourself. That's great. I know. So that was my first. So anyways, <laughs> I got I got by one week with the podcast and the second week I was like, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to do it on intercessory prayer. Yeah. All right. So that's one of our It was five. that long ago? What? It was that long ago? Two years ago. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. How many clips are we at? Uh, It's not the clips. We have been notified of low battery. Father, Oh, geez. Father Mike wants to um, keep us at like six minutes. So this is going to be a short one tonight. Are you and sure? The pot, the battery's dying. Did it say 10% or 20%? Uh, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, here we go. You ready for this? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the fastest podcast you have ever taken part in. Micro Machines. Okay, so. <laughs> Think big, play small. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, you know, I listen to my laugh on the podcast, and I'm like, it's weird. It doesn't sound real. Yeah, welcome it's to my like, voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are the five forms of prayer? Uh, liturgy, contemplation, <laughs> action. <laughs> no. Nope. Is liturgy one of them? Uh, no. Good guess. Okay, five forms of prayer. Think about this for a second. Try the four forms of prayer you might recognize. Just start saying Catholic words. Transubstantiation. <laughs> no. Consubstantial. I feel like no. I feel like uh, what is that twenty thousand dollar pyramid? Okay, so the first form we're going to talk about tonight is blessing and adoration. Okay. Okay. Second form is petition. Okay. Third form, intercession. Yes. Fourth form, thanksgiving. Uh huh. Fifth form, praise. Your favorite. How would I? How would I know that? Because <laughs> it's in the catechism. You've read the catechism. In the first year, of se- <laughs> in the first year seminary, everybody reads the catechism and the Bible. Yes. In our seminary. But obviously you did not read paragraphs 26, 26 through 26, 43. I made it through paragraphs 1 to 200. Really? I remember that. <laughs> what made you stop? I, I literally could not stay awake. I, I remember reading it in the refectory and just being like, I love you, Jesus. And I this is great information, but... I hate the catechism. I don't hate the catechism. I'm That's an okay. idiot. It's okay if you hate the catechism. Can we talk about the catechism, though? 
praise, contemplation, action, intercession, uh, contemplation. Thirty percent of that was correct. Blessing and adoration. Let's start there. Are you okay. ready for this? Yes. Twenty six paragraph twenty six twenty seven. Mm-hmm. You're picking the warts on your hand. I'm not. My uh, stitches hurt. Oh yeah, Nathan. Uh, Nathan cut his finger off almost a couple days ago. So here we go. Blessing and adoration. Nathan, the fundamental form, the first form of prayer is blessing. Uh It's the fundamental realization that God has blessed my life with something. Mm -hmm. Now, Catholics are thinking to themselves, why does this matter? This doesn't mean anything. Because we grow up as Mark, uh, what's his name, the focus guy? Mark Bartek told me today. He said, um, Catholics grow up with the faith as a heritage. And they think, I'm Catholic. It's like, I'm Irish. You know, It's something I have. Mm -hmm. It's not something I have to live Blessing. Blessing and adoration is the fundamental reason why we act in response to God's gift of grace. Mm-hmm. Right? God acts initially, we respond with adoration. Now, we have adoration chapels all over the country. right? I was in Minnesota for a couple of years. More adoration chapels per Catholic than any other place in the country. Do you know that? No, I Saint didn't, Paul, Jan. St. Paul, Minnesota there. You know. Pop in the hot dish, hon. We're going to adoration. <laughs> we're, going, we're going to adoration. We're going to have an egg bake tomorrow. <laughs> So blessing is the fundamental task, right? The basic movement of Christian prayer is blessing, the encounter between God and man. Bam. Catechism 2626. You look so excited. Try to hold the excitement. (laughs) Is this in the context of the Our Father? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. This is in part four of the catechism. Somebody else didn't read the catechism. (laughs) All right. I got through paragraph 201, and then I stopped. No, I'm just joking. This is also coming from the guy that read all 15 volumes of Baltazar. <laughs> That's true. No, the uh, it's not in the... The Our Father, they treat in sections in the Catechism, but this is uh, a very specific part. Um, it's called the In the Age of the Church. So it's wondering, like, how does the Church actually pray? The first part, they say, is blessing and adoration. The two fundamental forms express this movement. Our prayer ascends in the Holy Spirit through Christ to the Father. We bless Him for what He has blessed us with. So it's about the response, right? We... We'll never want to go to adoration. We will never want to bless God if we realize if we don't fundamentally accept and realize the fact that God has blessed us with something. Mm-hmm. We really think that the Catholic faith is a bunch of morals. It's a bunch of teachings. It's a bunch of doctrines. And it's kind of like, well, I guess we got to extend to these things like contraception, abortion, blah, blah, blah. We just go through the list. But we don't actually realize that, like, my life is better with this. Yeah. When you get that realization, you want to pray, you want to bless God, and you want to actually go to adoration and be with him. And the blessed way, the best way to do that is Eucharistic adoration. Mm-hmm. Beautiful devotion that we have in our modern church, which has not always been there. Yeah. You know? I came up with an idea of a bumper sticker once that was, <laughs> when God blesses America, America, bless God. You would say that. That's true. Number two. Number two. The prayer of petition. Like mm-hmm. I said, this can be short one today, so you better pay attention. You better hurry because we're running on reserve battery power. <laughs> By prayer of petition, we express awareness of our relationship with God. What is petition? What is different than... Why is petition different than intercession? Go ahead. Because in petition, we're asking for ourselves. In intercession, we're asking for someone else. Bam! You nailed it. Yes! That was actually huge. Yes! Okay, so we start with this prayer of blessing with adoration, this kind of fundamental realization that God has blessed us, and we respond to him in gratitude, Mm -hmm. in adoration. And then the next step is... Boom, petition, where we actually, the first movement of prayer of petition is asking forgiveness, according to the catechism. We ask God for the forgiveness. It's a prayer of humility that brings us back to the light of communion. 
Forgiveness is the prerequisite for both the Eucharistic liturgy and personal prayer. Bam, there it is. Catechism 2631. Nathan, let me say this in, in another way. If we never have a prayer of petition, we will never be able to enter into Mass. We'll always be bored. Yep. Because we don't have any realization that, like, I need God's yep. forgiveness. I need to kind of give my life. As soon as I begin to bless God and adore Him, I realize, mm-hmm. oh, crap, I don't have my act together. Yep. Right? Yeah, which is such a beautiful example because at the very beginning of Mass, what do we start with? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. adoration. We right? we name the persons of the Trinity, grace and peace of God our Father be with you. And then as soon as we get to that, we're already talking about our sins. Exactly. But we acknowledge our rightful place before the Creator. We are His creatures. Exactly. And we say the Confidior, and we don't really know it because of the new translation. So we're kind of like, I confess, oh my God. And then there's a guy behind you, I have greatly <laughs> sinned. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, right? This is the prayer of petition. Number three. Yes. Prayer of intercession. Nathan Goble, what are you looking for? I'm looking for a power <laughs> cord. This is good. I know. We're going to die. It's crazy. Here we go. This is getting into the talk I gave last night on intercession, which was a fairly lousy talk, if I can be quite honest. Can you just focus for a second? Just sit there. It's going to die. I it's okay. take my meds. When Father Mike and I used to do these podcasts, it would die 10 minutes in on the spot. Every single time. All right. So at 10 minutes, it's going to die. We're going to give you the three parts of... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, three of the five. You know, it's all right. We can give it to you next week. But um, this is the point I said. Okay. We got 36 kids who are going on retreat to pray for the kids who have prayed or who are on the retreat Mm -hmm, for the first mm -hmm. time. And I'm saying to them, A, you're going to pray hard for them. You're not going to see the fruits. And you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like you're not worthy. Right? That's the biggest thing. And what I tried to say to them was, here's the kicker. All right. Jesus Christ is the one intercessor to the Father, right? And we participate in his intercession. So it's not your fault if they don't convert, if they don't stop sinning, if they don't stop drinking, if they don't stop having sex with their girlfriends, whatever it is. Like, it's not your fault. Christ is the fundamental intercessor. Mm-hmm. And Christ was rejected. And this is beautiful. Somebody said this during the uh, meeting. They said, you know, uh, yesterday's gospel was about uh, Christ being rejected and being kind of, you know, where they run him out of t- Nazareth. You yep. know that? You remember that gospel? And they brought that up. And I said, that's beautiful. Jesus reconciled the world somehow without having every single person ascend to it. Mm-hmm. And he's the fundamental intercessor. And so when we pray the prayer of intercession, um, intercession is a prayer of petition for other people, as Jesus did. The one intercessor to the Father on behalf of all men. And we participate in that. Now, what I told the kids last night is I said, listen, you go to a non-Catholic church and you realize, like, these people are amazing in intercessory prayer. Like, they're really good. They're way better than we are. Yeah. Like, I, I stink at intercessions. Every day at Mass, I'm like, uh, pray for the government. Pray to the Lord. Pray for the church. Um, yeah, pray to the Lord. I mean, it's like every single time. Yeah. Intercession is tough for us Catholics. It's awkward. To, yep. to make that kind of out loud, to do that publicly is a very difficult thing. But we got to do it. We got to do it. We cannot just pray for ourselves. We can't just go to confession. We can't just go to mass. We have to literally take on Mm -hmm. Christian intercession participates in Christ Mm -hmm. as in the intercession of the communion of saints. Yeah. It's, it's the handing over of the entirety of creation back to the father. Exactly. Boom. Which is sonship. Sonship. Exactly. In the image of Christ. Exactly. Number four. You remember what number four was? It's before praise. Thanksgiving. That's what I was going to say. I really was. Thanksgiving characterizes the prayer of the church, which in celebrating Eucharist reveals and becomes more fully what she is. 
Thanksgiving is the heart of everything. So let's go back to the first three. We realize God has blessed us in some crazy way. We realize the fundamental notion that, like, I did not create myself. I cannot control my life. And everything is God's blessing. Everything is a gift. So I adore him. I love him. I bless him in thanksgiving for that. Then I realize I'm not worthy of this. So I offer in petition. I ask forgiveness for God's grace. Thirdly, I realize it's not just about me. It's about other people around me, my family, my friends, my parents, whatever it might be. I offer intercession for them. And then after that, we have to come to the realization it's like, Everything is God's grace, and I just am filled with gratitude. If we stay only at intercessory prayer, which is what a lot of prayer is for non-Catholics, actually. I remember yeah. talking to some non-Catholics, and essentially what they told me was prayer is intercession. Right? They don't have all five. They just have one, essentially. Yeah. Maybe praise, too. Yep. Praise and intercession. But intercession is the fundamental thing that they do. But for Catholics, the fundamental and the very heart of everything is thanksgiving. In the Eucharist, we participate in the thanksgiving of Jesus to the Father, we call that the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Bam. We receive that in the Mass. When you get that, you want to go to Mass every day. You want to receive the Eucharist every day because you realize Eucharist is the Greek word for thanksgiving, and I receive the very life of God. I want to receive that. I want to enter into the life of Christ. Just like I participate in his fundamental and soul intercession, so too do I want to enter into the thanksgiving of the Son to the Father. Mm-hmm. It's very, very profound and very beautiful. And the Catechism expresses that. In the, in the story of the multiplication of the loaves, it says he took the loaves and he gave thanks, which is in the, in the Greek is he eucharistized yeah, the, the bread. Exactly. Every single, every single thing every and, every petition, and every petition and every thanksgiving needs to be rooted in thanksgiving. If we pray yeah. to God prayers of petition for ourselves and focus on the, on the need for forgiveness in our sins without being rooted in thanksgiving, we're going to fall into uh, all kinds of problems. It's vending machine Jesus. Exactly. And if we don't pray prayers of intercession rooted in the Eucharist in thanksgiving, we're going to get into trouble as well. It's already an acknowledgement in our petition and in our intercession that God will give us what is good for mm-hmm. us and mm-hmm. for them. What good father would not give his son a loaf of bread if he asked for it instead of a snake? Amen. Beautiful. Number five, your favorite. Praise Prayer of praise. Listen to this. Praise is the form of prayer which recognizes most immediately that God is God. I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Praise embraces the other forms of prayer and carries them forward towards him who is the source and goal. When we think of praise, we think of charismatic prayer. We think of just like speaking out loud and blessing God. But in fact, it's something very deeper. This praise that the Catechism is describing, which is very deep and very beautiful and very rich, and we're not going to be able to accomplish tonight, is actually encompassing all four forms of prayer prior to this. It's bringing it all together. Praise embraces other, the other forms of prayer and carries them towards that which is the source and goal. Right? The fundamental thing is the praise of the Father. Eucharist always leads into praise of the Father, just as Eucharist is the foundation of intercession, of petition, of adoration, but everything ends in praise. When we get to the book of Revelation, it is the profound wedding feast of the Lamb. It's the eternal Eucharist. But fundamental to that is that Jesus is giving praise to the Father. Look at what you have done in history. Mm-hmm. Look at what you have created. I give you praise for this. Saving that's, action. That's the saving action, and it's the final and the perfect form of prayer. This is beautiful. It says, Catechism 2643, the Eucharist contains and expresses all forms of prayer. It is the pure offering of 
of the whole body of Christ to the glory of God's name. And according to the traditions of East and West, it is the pray, the sacrifice of praise. Mm-hmm. So praise is kind of the final step of prayer. We begin in blessing and adoration. With that, we realize our need for forgiveness, and we call that petition. Then we realize the need to encompass and pray for others. Intercession, all that is rooted in thanksgiving, fundamental Eucharist, and then that leads us into the ultimate act of praise. Yeah, it even says in the Eucharistic prayer to offer to offer to the Father a, a living sacrifice of praise. Exactly. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, and then with praise, uh, that's what we say in the Gloria. We praise you, we bless you. I mean, it, it's kind of an awkward translation for us, but it, it's good just to have that really small sentence that as a community, we praise you, we bless you, we, we glorify you. you. We adore you. We adore you. We glorify you. Right. We give you thanks for your great glory. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's a very interesting thing. And and every day, these five elements of prayer need to be worked into our life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if we look at our life, I mean, speaking just honestly, we're going to say, as Catholics, we focus on the Eucharist, we focus on whatever. Non-Catholic, we focus on intercessions. We have to incorporate all five into the life of prayer in a way that they're all united that they begin with blessing and adoration. The foundation of all is you is the Eucharist, is Thanksgiving, but that final act is of praise. That's yeah. all. I, that's all I got. So um, that's it. That's it. Catholic Stuff Podcast at gmail.com. Later's. <laughs>